Well, hello there. It is time to start the show. Wasn't sure if we're going to do it tonight. The reason being, I'm in a hotel room. I'm not sure about the Wi-Fi connection. If it gets wobbly and unstable, that's exactly why we almost didn't do this. But we're here now, so get ready. This is not the Tonight Show, the Trevor Nolaf Show, the Stephen Cobor Show. This is the right show. You're here at the right place at the right time. And what I love about going extra late is that means it's extra early for people around the world. Someone in Australia could be like, well, this is great. I'm glad I'm able to finally catch your show. Because we went at a weird hour. It is 11.15 p.m. California time. Connection is okay for now, but it could get lost at any second. You're saying, Kayvon, why are you staying in a hotel? We are currently filming a TV show. It's kind of like a YouTube show, but we're filming it, and it's a late-night show. So it's going to be out in a few months, and I wanted to show you a quick clip for my podcasters. This is a live show that we then pull the audio, and you're going to be listening. So you might want to check that description and see if there is a link to watch along. But take a look here. Look at the professionalism of my show. You're going to see uh, me acting as the host. Lots of fun guests, funny activities, interacting with the DJ, and it is a mini Tonight Show. So that's what we're doing now. Let's see what the comments say. I will highlight your comments if you're here. We got wow, wow, wows. We got hello, Kayvons. And that is why I came to Orange County a week before my Irvine show. We're filming 15 episodes, maybe 20 if it's going to continue going as well as it has so far and it's silly and fun so don't expect a a trillion dollar budget but it will be more entertaining than anything you've seen on Comedy Central in the last decade. Visit your local podcast. Give me a five-star review. That helps me hit the Al Gore rhythm. We all know Al Gore invented the internet and his rhythm continues on. We have hundreds of great reviews so far on the various platforms but only I, I think 15 or 20 on Apple. Apple is the biggest podcast platform, so go on there, steal your mom's phone, grab your uncle's phone, Father's Day is coming up, your dad wants you to steal his phone and put a five-star review. We also have over 300,000 subscribers now on YouTube, so we want to give a big thank you to everybody who made that happen. A little bravo, last I checked, we're at 304,000 subscribers. It just goes up exponentially every single month. You guys are awesome. So you can let me know in the comments, where are you and what time is it there in your community? And once I see how many people are in different cities, I know where to tour next. So show your city some love. Welcome YouTube, Facebookers and podcasters, all of you here at the same time. What you might not know is I'm currently on a tour. I'm going to be in Irvine next week, 20 tickets left and we're totally sold out. So put pressure on them. Governor Nuisance has shut us down. We cannot have 500 people. We can only have 250, and that is going to sell out quickly. After that, Minneapolis, which I want you to be brave. Get your neighbors. Come to the show. If anyone rolls up, we will uh, take care of them old school style, like Elliot Ness. And then I'll be in Liberty, Ohio, along with the show in Chicago, which there was a lady who owned her own beauty salon, and she wants to do a VIP night for her guests. So we're doing a comedy show. That's how easy it is to put on your own comedy show. We're expecting 35 people in 
a hair salon. And if I don't come out looking better, we know there was a problem. Next, Washington, D.C. has been moved to July. We'll be there. I'm giving away five free tickets to the first five people who email me for Minneapolis and five people for Liberty, Ohio, since I've never been to that part of Ohio before. You can hit me up on info at k-vaughncomedy.com and make that happen. And if you want to put on your own comedy night, you do the exact same thing. All right. After we come back from a little break, it is time for our comment of the week. I love the comment of the week because it's where I scour the internet and find things you have decided to share with me. Always fun, always a treat, and it's hard to pick, very hard to pick, who should get the privilege of comment of the week. But we're going to do that now. Here's what we have for you guys this week. Someone said, Kayvon, I'm not scared of getting COVID. I am scared of dying and voting Democrat. Quite the fear and very warranted. And that goes right into my first video I wanted to share with you. You know, shopping can be so tough. You get to the store, you had to find parking, it's so confusing, then you're price checking. Why do we make shopping so difficult? Did you know shopping San Francisco style is so much easier? You don't need to find parking. You bring your bike into the store. You don't need to check the prices. Everything's free. You take all the products off the shelf. AOC says, you know, minorities need bread to feed their family. So you get all the different uh, expensive razors and hair products from Walgreens and you just call it bread and you know the Democrats will support your shopping effort. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, watch the clip. That is what you call a Black Friday sale. Everything was 100% off. And did you like that security guard? He did the massive heroic effort of hitting the garbage can. You know, you could have just ripped the garbage bag and everything would have fallen out, but we don't want to do that. That would be racist and we would have a whole incident. So that is how you go shopping in San Francisco. And that was brought to you by the leaders of San Francisco, Camel Ho Harris, Gavin Nuisance and Nancy Stankposi. Those are the leaders that have brought this, and why not throw Maxine Waters in the mix? She's in Southern California, but she wants that same kind of lifestyle and shopping effort to come to your community next. And as you know, as goes California, eventually goes the rest of the nation. So it's going to be uh, important that you either get ready to lose all these great stores in your community, or the community starts policing themselves. The security guards aren't going to do it. The police have been told to stand down and you will be victimized next because if you're going to rob Walgreens in front of a security guard, what good is your window of your car and the door on your home? So the question I have for you now is, is Kamala ever going to the border? Let's see what our people think in the comments. Someone called him Governor Gruesome. Thank you, R. Harvey, for that. Latin Patriot calls her Camel Ho Harris. I like that. And Iris Cha says that was a horrible video from San Francisco. 
but that's nothing new knowing I actually work in San Francisco and see that often. Well, there you have it. So, and, and I like this comment here. Someone said, that was a high-speed chase. While we're going through the comments, by the way, you are free to do a super chat, which makes your comment even bigger. Throw a little money in the bucket. We consider that a tip for bringing you all the news the media refuses to share with you. And speaking truth, every tip goes towards promoting my next comedy tour dates and showing people that people on the right are a lot funnier than liars on the left. All right, we have people saying, Jackie Gilbert saying, no, Camel Ho will not go. And Trello says, nope, she's not going. And Kelly Riley, no, she's not going. Now you have to ask yourself, why will Camel Ho Harris not go to the border? It's very simple. They made a big to-do about Trump was putting kids in cages. The radical left lied because Biden built the detention facilities where you have to put people who are illegally coming into the country. So they called it kids in cages for Trump's tenure, but not Barack O'Biden's. Therefore, once they made a hub to do about Trump putting kids in cages, they now realize they have the exact same problem, only worse under the O'Biden Camel Ho ticket. Therefore, Kamala cannot be seen at the border. She can't be seen with a photo at the border. She can't do an AOC crying at the border. Because this is now her problem that she's made worse. And the media finally is starting to do their job barely. Every once in a while, there's a little glimmer of hope. Let's watch an actual reporter trying to report. This is crazy because you're used to comedians being reporters. But here we have Lester Holt doing his best temporarily. Enjoy. Put a button. Okay. Do you have any plans? to visit the border. I, at some point, you know, I, we are going to the border. We've been to the border. So you, this whole this whole this whole thing about the border, we've been to the border. We've been to the border. You haven't been to the border. I and I haven't been to Europe. And I, I mean, I don't I don't understand the point that you're making. I'm not discounting the importance of the border. Well, I, I mentioned it because I, even, I, I know Republicans have certainly come at you on this, but Democratic Congressman Cuellar as a border district has said to the, you and the president, come, you need, I care you need to about, see this. Listen, I care about what's happening at the border. I'm in Guatemala because my focus is dealing with the root causes of migration. There may be uh, some who think that that is not important, but it is my firm belief that if we care about what's happening at the border, we better care about the root causes and address them. And so that's what I'm doing. Mm -mm -mm. Horrible, horrible idea. If you care about what's happening at the border, first you solve the border, then you go to the root causes. If your bathtub is overflowing with water, do you first contact the plumbing company and find the root cause of bathtubs overflowing? Or do you first shut off the water and then worry about all the root causes? These are questions that a comedian should not be asking. But here we are in 2021. She is so bad at her job, even Australia, and they're down under. Australia is taking notice. And did you see when Kamala answers questions, she does hands like this. That is important to focus on. That's how she got her career started. Check that video out. You can rewind it to see what I'm talking about. But we move now to Australia. 
to the US if I could and what a difference an election makes. Remember when Trump won and enforced tough border protection policies? Uh, we had Kamala Harris coming out and saying this back in 2017. She posted this. She said, say it loud, say it clear. Everyone is welcome here. Oh, my God, it rhymes. No ban, no wall. That's a powerful hashtag, Kamala. But now that she is vice president and the US has completely lost control of its southern border with more than 2 million expected to cross in a single year, this is what Kamala is saying. I want to be clear to folks in this region who are thinking about making that dangerous trek to the United States-Mexico border. Do not come. Only the Biden administration hasn't been doing that and chaos is what's happening on the border and has been for months. But though Kamala this week was in Guatemala, she still hasn't been to the border. Even leftist media are starting to ask why. And she has no answers. So there you have it. Even the Australians are paying attention better than half of the Americans on their own country. So I do want to give a shout out to a super chat we just got in. Thank you for the cash in the bucket. Tasha Bickle says, Native Americans love you, Kayvon. Come on down to Oregon. Hope to see a show soon. I would love to put on a show only for the Native Americans. Be sure to email a local comedy club or me and we'll figure out a way to do that. Now. She won't go to the border. She won't do her job. Biden won't go to the border. So he gave the job to Kamala because he doesn't like her and wants her to have a tough time. And that goes back to when she called Biden, basically implied he was a racist who eulogized KKK members to try to beat him in the primary, which Biden did that. And Biden is a racist. However, he didn't like when Kamala told her that. Unfortunately, he also promised to put a black woman as his vice presidential candidate running mate, so he was stuck between a rock and a camel hoe place. That is too bad for you, Biden. You did that to yourself. <laughs> now, since Australians can see what we can see, we can leave Kamala alone for now. We can go on to an even bigger idiot, the big cheese, the big man, Joe Bumbling Biden, who gets mad at the press, but first let's watch how he handled the G7 summit. This was horrible. He's been studying for weeks, um, you know, working up to today. Harassing the full potential of uh, those who are harassing. I know you all know, but a lot of people may not know what COVID is. And what are your plans? 120 days, give me a break. The proof of the pudding's in eating. In Libya, we should be opening up the, 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 the for example, in, uh, in Libya, uh, of, uh, of Libya. I'm sorry, I'm going to get in trouble with staff. I don't do this the right way. Jennifer Jacob, Bloomberg. Uh, the answer is... It's too bad we have to watch that happen because I was always a firm believer that our leaders had our best interest in mind. They were very smart. And even if the media made fun of him, the president would be okay. This is the first time in my adult life where I cannot believe the president is this stupid. He said he was studying very hard for this meeting. He messed up Syria and Libya as if those are the same country. He has no idea who he's meeting with. And he keeps saying, I'm going to, uh, I should be careful. I'm going to get in trouble. 
with, with my staff for doing this, but I'll answer one question. He's always telling you, saying the quiet part out loud, that he's going to get in trouble for talking to you. He's going to get in trouble for answering two more questions. He, he better not do this. Oh boy, he's going to have a tough time later on today. So somebody ties him to a chair and threatens to take away his pudding. I think it's either Kamala or Obimbo. Barack Obimbo. One of those two giving the poor guy a really hard time. And the whole world is laughing at Biden. That is what A. Neal says. And I put that comment right there on the page. Little Rascal says, Kayvon, it is amazing how fast Kamala Harris flipped sides when she was chosen to be VP, and now she's pro-Biden. Oh yeah, she is for now, but guarantee they have to have a food taster every time she brings him a pudding cup, because you would not want to be the first person to take a bite of that. And that's why we haven't seen Joe Biden's German Shepherds lately, because he would feed a little bit of the pudding or the beef that Kamala would give him in his little hospital dish. And those dogs are gone. They're out to Delaware. Isn't that what your parents told you when you lost the family pet? Mom, where's Sparky? He's in Delaware now on a nice big farm. <coughs> I don't think so. Joe Biden is not fit to be president, but even worse, he gets really angry and mad when he's not on point. That's why he gets in trouble with his press, because they're trying to paint this basement image of a guy who answers a question here, says goodbye, he's just returned to decency. But every once in a while, the real Biden comes out, the crime family Biden, the Biden who's enriched himself with hundreds of millions of dollars as a public servant from Delaware, the ex-lifeguard who used to fight black people and corn pops and get the job done. Well, that guy pops out here and there and we're gonna see a glimpse of it here when a reporter asks a question she is not supposed to ask out of turn. The question involves how Joe Biden's gonna interact with Putin after saying he was our biggest enemy and now he's high-fiving and slapping backs and smiling with flashcards in his hand on how to answer questions with Putin. Check it out. Why are you so confident he'll change his behavior, Mr. President? Yeah, I'm not confident change behavior. What the hell? What do you do all the time? So when did I say I was confident? You I said, said in the next six I months said, to what I said was, let's get it straight. I said what will change their behavior is that the rest of the world reacts to them and it diminishes their standing in the world. I'm not confident of anything. Just stating the fact. But given his past behavior has not changed, and in that press conference after sitting down with you for several hours, he denied any involvement in cyber attacks, he downplayed human rights abuses, he even refused to say Alexei Navalny's name. So how does that account to a constructive meeting as President, President Putin? President? You don't understand that, you're in the wrong business. Pretty unusual for the president actually to walk back and speak to that press pool. In this particular case, he decided to do so, and he spent some quality time uh, trying, in his words, to clean up something that happened. He wanted to apologize uh, for what he said at the end of the news conference as he was leaving. And our own Caitlin Collins was asking him some questions. Uh, let me bring Caitlin in. Uh, set the scene for us, Caitlin. Mm -mm -mm. You know, he gets the most softball questions you ever heard. What's your favorite ice cream, Mr. President? Was it hard walking up the stairs and waving at us? Because he did it so well. Trump would take a barrage of questions. He wouldn't call on, well, here's who I need to call on next. 
my notes tell me Dave. And as much as the press fought him, at least there was that transparency. Now it's all hidden, and every once in a while, he gets an unauthorized question, and he wants to hurt somebody. Now, let's take a look at your comments here. Persian Cucumber, that's a cool name. Persian Cucumber says, Trump never cursed at any Americans. And that is true. Joe Biden did call the troops stupid bastards, put his finger in a voter's chest, and told the one, why don't you just not vote for me, you idiot? Or something along those lines, don't quote me. Honest comedians have no lack of material these days. That's true, that's why I have a ton of material, and a lot of comedians are saying there's really nothing to make fun of right now. Including SNL, sorry, not laughing. Max Soto makes a great point. Kayvon, did you notice Biden had no stutter? Well, he doesn't have a stutter, and he doesn't have a childhood stutter. What he has is dementia. And when they pump him full of his medications and he has to be ready for G7, he's on point. What you talking about? What do you do for a job? You don't know nothing. When he gets angry, there's no stutter. But when he's trying to be a fake Biden, uh, just a, a decent guy. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, uh, wait a minute. I can... Oh, hold on. Where am I? I don't know what's going on. That's when he is not on point. So he's better off angry so he can actually sound out the words. All right, we have done enough chit-chat getting you up to speed on the news, the news the media won't really share with you. So now, let's get into some comedy right after this. We are going to make this a little bit shorter than the average live. The reason is, the right show started very late tonight, so we don't want to keep you all night, but we have several hundred people watching live as we speak. The comments are pouring in, and the super chats are coming. You know what we should do right after this comedy clip is the difference between conservatives and leftists. We're going to highlight that, but first, it is time to laugh. We haven't done that in far too long. This clip comes out tomorrow, so if you enjoy it, click share. What it is is a comedy rewind. Comedians have not been able to get on stage as much as we like for the last year and a half. I used to do seven to 10 shows a week. Now I do two to seven Zoom shows a month and slowly getting back on stage. So I dig into the archives. I pull out a comedy clip that is rare or hasn't been seen yet and I share it with you so you don't have to go without stand-up comedy just because of the scam-demic. Check it out. Hey, it's your best half-Persian, half-Mexican friend, Kayvon Moezy, and I thought I would share with you a comedy clip from the archives. Each week, we go deep into the vault for a comedy rewind where you get to laugh on a joke I told 11 years ago. Pasadena, California, I don't just tell you jokes, I teach you how to survive in the mean streets of Los Angeles. Get ready, fucker. Enjoy. I gotta be careful what I do, you know what I mean? It's tough. It's tough. Where's Home Depot? We can fix that. This club is getting cheaper and cheaper, you know what I mean? I should keep this in case I get in a fight later. No, I made fun of Mexicans early on in the set. I need to arm myself at this point. Oh man, I like Latinos, dude. I, cholos, they're the ones you don't want to mess with. Cholos, all right? White people, they're the ones with their names on their neck. Look for that. Sometimes you can't tell because they're dressed nice. That's a cholo in a polo. Watch out! You never know. 
They got their name on the neck. You piss them off, they kill you. Your name on the other side, like a trophy. That's what they do. They uh, kill this one, this one, and this one. Yeah. And they know they can mess with white people because we're scared. So they go to order snacks like in a movie theater. They just talk as slow as they want. They know no one's going to interrupt them. Like, yo, let me get... Let me get some popcorn. Let me get a Coke. And let me get some Sour Patch Kids. It's in the goddamn movie. But you know they can talk faster because they do it in Spanish. They go, hold on, let me see what my friends want. My friends want some popcorn too. Man, speed it up. I just heard you do it in Spanish. Let's go. Pretend you got somewhere to be. <laughs> Come on, dude. Crazy. <laughs> I like your laugh, man. That's awesome. Wasn't that fun? So there you have it. You got a sneak peek of tomorrow's comedy clip. Not even out yet. And that was actually a true story. I was in a movie theater, took a girl on a date, and there was like two cholos in front of me, and they were talking... Yo, let's see, what should we get, fool? Man, you want some Coca-Cola? Nah, dude, too much sugar, bro. Yeah, that's true. All right, you know what? Plus, it's not regular Coke like in Mexico. They got the high fructose. That's bad for you, bro. I'm like, dude, the movie starts in... <laughs> but I didn't dare say anything. We just respectfully missed the movie, and we got out of there alive. These are the stories you don't get to hear from comedians where we can actually tell you how these jokes came to be. Now look at this. Thank you guys so much for the super chats. Another one just came in. Little Rascal says, Kayvon, greatest comedian ever. Iris Cha likes that. And look at our show, very international. We have a Carlos in here. We have a, looks like Iris Cha might be of Asian descent. We have an Aussie in the house. E. Outen. And Max Soto said, good impression. Folks, that is just about all the time we have for the right show. However, we did not do my favorite segment, the difference between conservatives and leftists. Coming right up. Every week we break it down for you. You can type in what you think the difference between conservatives and leftists is or are. English people. Tell me if it's the difference between conservatives and leftists is or the difference between conservatives and leftists are. That'll be for us to learn together. The point being, there is a difference. And we've done so many. The ones you guys put in the comments are funny or they're legitimate. But today, we're going to do a legitimate one. Conservatives are anchored by these pesky little things called facts. That's what we use to navigate to our final opinion. Leftists focus on their feelings. So a leftist will say, I just feel like Trump put so many kids in cages. And you're like, well, did you know there's actually more now? Yeah, but I just don't feel like that. I just feel like it was more with Trump because I didn't like him. And you're like, okay, here's the numbers. Yeah, I don't want to look at the numbers. In fact, Get those out of my face because you're just, you're being super racist with those numbers. That is the problem I see all the time. Nevian Tadros says, I'm watching from Egypt. Caroline Reynolds says, leftists are simply too whiny. Tasha Bickle, conservatives water their lawn. Liberals plant a community garden 
in place of the grass. Oh, I like that. That Someone's getting angry about their garden. I like that. Steve Harloa wants a shout out. I'm from Iwa Beach, Hawaii. I've been there. I believe it's in Oahu. And if I'm not mistaken, beautiful. My wife is Filipina. And my whole community here where I live is Filipino. That is amazing. You wouldn't think Hawaii is mostly Filipino. But I guess Iwa Beach is. Did I say it right? Iwa or Ewa? E-W-A. You guys can let me know. Well, we do have quite a few Filipinos in the house, so that is cool. Look at that. That's what we love. We love seeing all the diversity. Well, folks, nobody's more diverse than me. The most famous half-Persian, half-Scottish, half-Cholo comedian in the world. In fact, there's no hashtag for us. Hashtag HPLM, half-Persian lives matter. Nobody cares about us. There is no athlete that wears a half-Persian lives matter t-shirt. Nobody's kneeling for the half-Persian anthem, and nobody has written a half-Persian anthem. So you have just supported the biggest minority ever to walk the earth. That should make you feel all warm and fuzzy tonight as you hit the pillow. You can just think, I'm a good person supporting half-Persians. And you know it's true. Thank you for watching The Right Show. We did a short and sweet one, and I can't wait to see you next week. As you know, we tell truth through comedy. We have no corporate sponsors, no big brands. It's just us. But there are people who keep throwing a little bit of money on the Venmo, the Cash App, the GoFundMe, and it's kept our show very popular. So look at those names going by. Those are our $100 sponsors. And our new record, MK, threw in $1,000 last week. Thank you so much. These are our $50 sponsors and below. When I say below, that could be $5, $10, $15. You could put a dollar in there, and I'll try to add your name here. But look at all those names. They have kept the show alive, and we always thank and respect our Patreons and our locals, because thanks to you, I don't have to start an OnlyFans account and pull out my nippies, because it's hard to show a half-Persian nipple. First, you got to get a weed whacker to display it properly. Thank you for watching. Thank you for your one-time donations. And thank you for your support. Have a good night, and we'll see you next week.